Welcome to the Sunday Property Breakfast Special, brought to you by Keller Williams and your host, Adrian Jones. Every Sunday at 10am, there'll be a different property market topic discussed. And please don't forget, on the last Sunday of every month, join us on Facebook Live. Hello, welcome to another of our podcast specials. These are usually a subject matter. We uh, previously have done first time buyer special. We're going to be doing downsizing and all sorts. This special is special lady, um, Candice. Candice Anderson, you have joined uh, the business working in partnership with me. So welcome to uh, the podcast. Well, thank you, Adrian. It's an absolute pleasure. Uh, well, paid you well to say that. <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Um, so um, we met a couple of years ago. I was obviously not very good at telling you how good this could be working together. And it took a while for you to sort of say yes. But we met, we met back up again in late March, early April. That's right. And you decided, yeah, feels right, timing's right. And I think at the time when we first met, my business was very new. Your business was very new. And quite right, you're thinking, no, I'm going to just do my own bit of business. But we realised that actually we'll be better joining up and joining forces. So this is where we are. Tell me a bit about you. Well, what would you like to know? Mm. Well, I know you live in Fleet. Well, in fact, I know quite a lot about you. I'm just trying to think what everybody else would like to know about you. So, well, so you grew up in South Africa. That's right, Cape so Town. start from there and move on. Okay. And then, and then we'll go through your property journey as well. And please probably. feel free to cut me short if I go off on a tangent. We could talk about Cape Town as a Cape Town special, actually, but we won't do that We'll today. leave that out. Yeah. yeah, perfect, perfect. So, yes, I grew up in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, left Cape Town when I turned 20 to go and live in the UAE where I spent 14 years of my life working. Is that where you started your property career? That's right. So I went into property management and then went into property sales and business development at the same time. So that kept me incredibly busy the whole time. Um, and in the UAE back then, you would work six full days a week. And it was literally from seven in the morning, sometimes till 10 in the evening, but I was very, very fortunate. Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because the experience in, in the Middle East opened up my, my, my world, really, when it came to understanding different cultures. Okay. So it's a very multicultural place, which is super. And understanding the psychology of how people work in general. Uh, and it's down to uh, individuals' uh, mindsets, such as culture or religion. And one has to uh, be very very patient um, and quick to learn a little bit more about uh, the Middle East, for example. So I dealt with some interesting clients, very difficult clients, and of course, um, absolutely super clients too. But that opened up my world to property. Uh, absolutely love property. Uh, moving to the UA UK... Can I just come back to the UAE? Yes, of course. Presumably characters there and... I've done a little bit of work over there. Yes, never, yes. Never lived there to work, but I've been on property exhibitions. I imagine the personalities and dealing with them is just a more extreme version of what we do with day-to-day -day with the different personalities and characters. That's correct. I guess, and, and forgive me for saying so, um, it's like looking at things through a magnifying glass. Yeah, I get that. And I think quite a lot of people listening to this may have holidayed there, probably got an idea of the UAE. And I think it's just quite a... You correct me if I'm wrong, quite an extreme culture in many ways, and probably the characters there reflect that. And therefore, the difficulties and those personality traits are just probably stronger than they are. So it started with property, but 
it's interesting that one of the first things you then talk about is the people because it is a people business. You're well, drawn by the properties, but correct, it's the people you end correct, up dealing with. Correct. Um, I love dealing with people. I find people very interesting. Um, and I absolutely love learning more and more and more about different cultures and, and uh, religious backgrounds. I think the one thing about the, the UAE, particularly um, Dubai, it's incredibly westernized, very westernized. So you rightfully said you can have some... Um, extremes of different personalities coming out and that's because people going there are desperate to make it work and they will work from sunrise to sunset it doesn't matter and they'll probably only average about four hours sleep a night just to make things work but it's a very interesting place very diverse you will have experiences there which you would never have anywhere else in the world so it's almost like a fast track learning massively about property and about people Absolutely. and about how the two work together. Absolutely. It can either make you or break you. So did it make you or break you? Well, I'd like to think a little bit of both. It broke me first uh, and, and, and in a positive sense, but it also made me who I am today and how okay. I view the world and the world of business in particular. Okay. And what brought you to the UK? Well, besides my love for, for the UK, I'm married an Englishman. Oh, that's a good start. He's lovely. I've met John. He is a lovely, lovely man as well. And um, very, uh, well, he's not going to join us on the podcast, but he certainly joins us in sort of our business meetings and our social meetings together. So, That's great. Um, he's a, That's I know great. he's a great support for what you do yeah, as well. I'm very lucky. What have you found? We've touched on some of the more extreme elements of, of Dubai and the UAE. What, what have you, what could you summarise as perhaps the biggest differences between that market, that property market and the UK property market? I would say, the well, so in the UAE, um, when things are going well, it's going very well. You'll be closing a property deal every single day. Okay. That's the difference. Um, it's a, uh, the, the building... How quick does the legal... So in our terminology, yeah. sale agreed, exchange, completion. How quickly do you exchange and complete from a sale agreed in the UAE? You can within a week. Okay. It's very different. And that's not uncommon? It's not uncommon, okay. no. No, not at all. It's a case of if you see something you like it, you've got the money, it's yours. That's okay. it. Okay. That's how it works. There's no, there's no waiting. Um, and if people don't do what they're meant to do, they simply don't get paid. And the commission structure is very different there too. So you are looking at earning 10 to 12% commission on a sale, which is massive if you're selling property every single day of your life. So vendors out there, um, when I <laughs> suggest my fee of, you know, 2%, you'll realise that we are, uh, you know, really quite reduced on and, what they offer. And I will, I will have you know, when you are selling a property, you can actually charge commission from both sides. Yeah. Now, we've, we won't discuss the buying agent role in the UK not. today. Yep. And the buying agent role is certainly one that's going to grow in the UK, one that we do already. We're already acting for some clients, but we could never take from both sides. No. But over there. And I, I actually think that's Which wrong. makes more sense. I think it's wrong, here. actually. I don't think, you know, you represent somebody. That's right. And 99.9% probably of UK transactions, you represent the vendor. Um, the buying agent element will grow. I think it's wrong that you take from both sides. But that's I a, agree. That's a I separate, think it's, I agree. Point. I think it's very important to stick to doing, doing the right job and taking commission from the vendor side if you are representing the vendor and not the buyer. So having taken two years to work with me, and I'm hoping it's partly working with me, but also working with the whole idea of the way the Keller Williams model works, what is it about that that made you think, actually, I do want to join, do want to work with you, and I do want to work within these sort of models that we work to and the, the way the business is founded? What is it about that that drew you 
take me out of it for a second. What drew me is the fact that it's focused more on building relationships with the clients. And that, to me, is the core of the business. So look after people. That's right. And business looks after itself. Absolutely. Um, the, the biggest thing I always have in, in my mind is the fact that you can't buy back time. And a lot of vendors on a day-to-day basis doesn't have, you, you can't buy back your time, really. Explain that to me. So I think a, a lot of the times, some people, not the majority of, um, and I'm just saying it as, it as I see it, is that you can end up spending a lot of time on something and you're forgetting that you can't buy back that time. It's how you... Um, work with that time and that individual client that matters so by being more thorough with less people that's correct they spend actually less time having to, to do the property elements of it but they're also more efficient in the way they sell their property because that's certainly correct. the way i look at it we prepare well we can respond very quickly to we were talking earlier to a potential client who's going to have a look at a cottage that if she really likes it she's going to want to get a house on the market like yesterday in order to be able to buy that cottage. And we can respond to that as quickly as anybody. But usually, we will prepare and plan so that somebody wastes less time doing their own work on it, or indeed being on the market unsold, which I still think is one of the worst things in the world to to be on, is on the market and not for sale. I agree, I agree. I mean, with that said, it is so important for that client to know who they really are working with. They need to be able to trust you and your judgment. How would you create that trust in, let's be honest, a business where estate agents rank somewhere below politicians <laughs> and bank managers and tax men? I would say we are very different. And that's why I actually enjoy working with you because we both have the same mentality and understanding when it comes to how to work with the individual clients. Um, I would definitely say spend time to get to know the client, get to know and understand what it is they are looking for um, and basically what they would like to achieve moving forward. And there's people sell for many different reasons, as you and I both know, and one's got to be sensitive towards that. I think a lot of people go in, um, they just think about the commission, getting it sold, and that's it. Spending time with a client is more valuable than anything else. That's long-lasting. So if you've got somebody, we all know at the moment the market is going through a change, there's an element of uncertainty. I know quite a lot of people who say, I'm just going to wait till next year. I could have a separate discussion as to why you you shouldn't necessarily just wait till next year, because it's something that people do. Christmas is a funny thing. New Year's a funny thing. It's a, a line in the sand for so many people at so many different times. But if you knew somebody who says and you couldn't explain to do differently, that you're, they're going to sell in the new year. To me, they've got two options. They wait until February, March, and then say, we're ready to sell. They call a couple of agents around. It's on the market a week later, prepped a little bit. Um, they don't really know the agent. They've taken a bit of a you know, lesser of two evils, possibly, because they don't really know them. So the way I would propose it, which I think is what you're suggesting, is talk to us now, um, instruct us now confirm that instruction we get to know you we get to know the property we get to think about the property you might want to buy or move to and then during that period before you sell we then know each other well so that we can have proper conversations and discussions is that that's exactly the, it. the way that's which is exactly presumably it. very different to dubai as well 
Very, very So you different. really got to know nobody. It was just boom, deal, boom. It's very quick. Yeah. It's very quick. This is the person coming in today to purchase. Um, they either like it or they don't like it. That's it. But over here, it, it, it is, it's very different. And you presumably now prefer, whilst our market has its issues about slow speed of sale, the idea of a relationship-based business is one that, that really appeals to you. Absolutely. I love working with people. And I'm very passionate about finding the right home for for a buyer um, and being sensitive to to their needs, so to speak. So, yes, I absolutely prefer this um, way of working more than the UAE. It's yeah. very different. It's simply just business in the UAE. But building relationships, it goes, it goes a longer way for sure. It's interesting as well because we were chatting earlier about the recent instructions that we're about to take on um, when the summer's over. And you said to me, you said, oh, where did you hear about that one? Or how, how did you win that instruction? And I think, I can't remember one that wasn't, oh, well, I spoke to them last year. They were one of the first people I met three years ago, and now they're ready. So I'm not saying I know all these people and go around and have dinner with them every night, but you start to know them. You, you know their house, you know where they live, you know what they're looking for, and, then, and for whatever reason, the timing is now right. And it's often, for most of the people we've talked about, most of them it's, it's because they've outgrown the house, children leaving, it's a downsize or it's a, it's a cross-sell. And that's interesting that that whole approach then starts to work. And I'm seeing that in the business now, two or three years in, that people just call me who I know really well. Or if I'm phoning them for a catch-up, they say, we're nearly ready. Um, but you see, that's very important um, for a lot of uh, vendors to, to, to feel comfortable with you as an individual. Because selling a home is a very personal thing. It is, as we know, one of the most stressful things you will ever do in your lifetime. And to have the right people to work with is paramount. Yeah, because you're nearly always bringing another stressful situation into it. That's correct. Could be a happy stress. Could be exactly. a new job, baby on the way, a marriage. It could be a, a, a very painful stress of death and death and divorce and separation. Exactly, exactly. The other thing as well is that and I found this, we had this with a discussion last week with a vendor, because I knew, had got to know them, I could have a fairly blunt conversation with them about the difference between living in their house and then selling their house. And the two are very different. It's quite a difficult conversation to have with somebody when you don't really know them very well. And you can try to put them and say, I'm going to now talk to you in the eyes of a buyer. A lot easier to say, I'm now going to talk to you as somebody who's got to know you. And I can tell you what I think we really should do to maximise how we're selling the property. It's very important. Brilliant. Candice, um, this is the beginning of, I think, a fantastic um, time that we're going to be working together. Um, I know the next uh, few weeks and months are going to be really, really important uh, as we try and solve, I think, a lot of problems we've got in the property market at the moment, a lot of imbalance, a lot of uncertainty. And I think with the clarity we can give people, um, I'm delighted to have you working with me. And, and uh, I think uh, it's going to be a great autumn moving into the winter. I don't doubt that at all. And, and Adrian, honestly, it's my absolute pleasure and privilege to be able to work with you brilliant so we haven't really discussed area everybody knows that you know Hartley Whitney was my core albeit that we've sold in all the various areas around you're fleet based so my my uh, comment to anybody watching and listening is very specific if you're in fleet uh, or anywhere else and you just would rather deal with Candice than me I can fully understand why um, <laughs> if you are thinking of moving in the next two or three years it doesn't need to be tomorrow it doesn't even need to be next spring if you're thinking we are going to need to move in two or three years' time. Give Candice a call. Create that relationship so she understands your house, understands you, understands where you might need to move to. And then 
one day they'll just phone you or you phone them and say the time is now right so if you do that that'd be a really great way Candice thanks so much for uh, for joining us here um, love these Bob Buzz podcasts love the specials and uh, we'll be back again soon for another one well thank you for having me pleasure thanks for listening to the Sunday Property Breakfast podcast we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode please feel free to share if you know of anyone who could benefit from these exclusive market updates and if you have a question that you'd like to ask Adrian directly then you can find him via email at adrian.jones at kwuk.com that's adrian.jones at kwuk.com see you next week